welcome back to the Gorgeous Gorgeous Girls podcast with your besties, Frankie and Ashley. Today we are talking all about people pleasing. Yes, because we, are. we have both been people pleasers <laughs> in the past, and I think it's something that once you start letting go of, changes your life. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I think I spent a lot of my uh, teen years and even early twenty years people pleasing a lot. Um, I can't. Do you know though? I couldn't tell you when I flicked the switch. Yeah. I think it was more like a gradual thing. I'm not really sure, to be honest. But why bloody changes your life, doesn't it? I know. I think for me, it was more in lockdown that that mm. switch was flipped. Um, because I feel like you're kind of conditioned to people please and, you know, oh, people won't like you if you do this or people will like you if mm-hmm. you do this. And, um, like, that's the be all and end all of life. Yeah. But it's really not. And I also feel like it's sometimes a little bit learnt behaviour. Like, mm-hmm. I in no way mean this in a bad way, but, like, my mum is a people pleaser. Yeah, like, same. Mum, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> you, uh, she she is a people pleaser. And mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a little bit of learnt behaviour. And so, with anything, it's then kind of unlearning that. And actually, yes, lockdown has always been a pivotal moment because mm-hmm. prior to lockdown... Um, I was living in London, doing a bunch of different jobs in between performing jobs and everything else. And I was literally trying to please everyone but myself. Yeah. Trying to get up the any kind of ladder in any way. And I thought the way to do that was by pleasing every single other person in this planet apart from me. And of course, that is just not the way, is it? Well, yeah, I think when you do people please, you're kind of saying that their opinions, their needs, their values are more important than your own. So you're then abandoning yourself in Mm -hmm. pursuit of making other people feel happy or comfortable in your surroundings. And a lot of the time it's about suppressing yourself so that other people don't feel, you know, uncomfortable or triggered or like there's no confrontation or anything. But living your life in that way is so restricting because you're you're not in control of how other people mm-hmm. react to, to anything yeah and putting that pressure on yourself to try and um like gauge how someone's gonna react or how someone's mm-hmm. gonna be in any kind of situation is so difficult on yourself when that's not down to you to do no, that not at all so let's talk a little bit about why people people, people please. please that's <laughs> a tongue twister why people people please um so i think it's people generally sometimes they want to fit in they want to be liked Mm -hmm. and that's actually a big uh ego thing which i I myself like it is difficult when if someone doesn't like you it's like oh and especially when you're a bit younger like you know you want to you want to fit in you want to make sure that people like you and i I think that is where it comes from it's like well but i don't want that person to not like me i want to make sure that they think that I'm good and that I can do this and that I, I want to be available for all of these things and want to do this when really there are going to be people that, that don't like you. Yeah, and that's fine. And that's absolutely fine. But I think it's more of a, like, as the years go on, it's less of a bad thing if people don't like you. Like, back mm-hmm. in the day, mm. well back in the day, <laughs> we're talking, like, cavemen shit. Um, you know, if you got kicked out of your... Tribe. Tribe, family, <laughs> whatever they called it back then, group. Um, that was it. Like, you were yeah. left for dead. Well, you, you were, yeah. like, fending for pack. yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that was actual danger. And I think 
you know, our brains are still yeah, our brains are still kind of hanging on to to that because as the years go by, like you you take behaviors from the people before you and Mm -hmm. beliefs from the people before you, and that's kind of still stuck with everyone, I guess. Your brain in a subconscious way, like we're not all thinking, oh my god, I am going to have the worst life no. ever if I, this one person doesn't like me but it's your brain's way of like survival almost yeah, is what it uh-huh. is. yeah yeah it's like we've got to make sure that everyone likes us so that we stay safe safe yeah it's a safety thing yeah and i think so much of it starts in school because you know when you're in school all the small drama is the biggest drama in the world and <laughs> fallouts are crazy i don't know yeah but in school the thought of not having a group or not fitting in with someone awful. or oh my god it's off like if you have no friends like you you've not got a life like that's the way my, my brain worked yeah. anyway and i think a lot of my friends were yeah. exactly the same and you really really put an emphasis on fitting in whereas like now i'd rather not fit in i'd rather not I'd rather not just nah. just be with my people that yeah. like me but that's also how all this all comes into play because then the less that you people please and the more that you're like just authentically you and making decisions mm-hmm. for you, then you meet your people that are for you. Yeah, because you're not going to get those deep connections with people, like truthful connections with people, if you're people pleasing because mm-hmm. then you're suppressing yourself to in order them. to fit what they like, but you're not actually benefiting them because no. you're not giving them the true, you. truest version of you. So. Yeah. So it's, it's a false sort of relationship there. And I think, to be honest, I think, like, for me, that's why when I was in school and stuff, I never really had, like... the I had great friends in school, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I never had, like, my people. Do you know, mm-hmm. I never I never found, Didn't like, my closest friends. Later on. Nah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> college! Um, but, yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that because I think I was so hung up on fitting in and mm-hmm. people pleasing. And I would just say yes to anything because... I didn't want to disappoint anyone. I just remembered a really random story that I... <laughs> when I was... I don't know. I must have been... It was primary school. Mm-hmm. It was primary school. And in order to like fit in with my friends at the time... <laughs> in order to fit in with my friends at the time, and because kind of like... Not, not people pleasing, but... I, well, I guess it is. Uh-huh. Because I was like scared. Even though we were friends, but I was scared like, oh my God, what would happen if you know we didn't align with this? Basically, one of my friends didn't like eggs. And I thought that if I liked eggs, then... <laughs> then, then it's like that because that's like a um a contrast like I was scared so I said that I didn't like eggs so that I would like fit in with my friend at the time like I'm talking we yeah, were like entirely yeah. like I don't know like probably four probably five I don't know but I can like remember thinking oh my god like she can't know I like eggs because like she doesn't like eggs and like what if she thinks I'm weird like I'm just gonna say I don't like eggs mm-hmm. and then I had to like fake I remember, <laughs> I had to like fake as I got older be like oh, like, I've actually tried eggs again and, like, now I like them. Like, as I got a bit older, like, into high school and stuff. But really, I liked yeah. eggs the whole time. But it was, like, that... That's, like, such a minor thing of people-pleasing. But because I was so scared, like, that if my... Who was my friend, by the way? Knew that I liked eggs, that I would be, like, exiled. Which obviously wasn't going to happen, like, at all. But it was just that little stupid little yeah. brain going on that was like, oh, no, I can't be different. I can't, like, say that I want to eat eggs. Yeah. Because... They don't want to eat no. eggs. Do you know what I mean? It's, so it's the same like when we're in drama school and you're in such a sort of closed environment and you want to, you want to be, well, I wanted to be that person that they wanted me to be or that I thought they wanted me to be. I didn't know yeah, what yeah. they wanted me to be. Um, <laughs> but 
I was so much like I have to fit in with this ideal mm-hmm. what an ideal performer is I have to be a triple threat I have to be doing this sort of work I have to be you know having mm-hmm. this sort of attitude and really lost myself through that yeah and although like maybe with you guys like with my friends I was really myself and stuff I feel like I had another sort of mask yeah with performing and I would just I would just be whatever they needed me to be right okay that's yeah that's who I am and I it wasn't until I kind of looked back at that and thought oh shit like that's not that's me. not me and I don't need to I don't need to fit in with anyone's ideal mm-hmm. um I don't even need to fit in with my own ideal you know I just need to be me and it's it's hard because then you have to you have to start changing things once yeah. you realize that and then that's where the real work starts when it, yeah I, I completely agree with you and I think a lot of people can relate to that thing of even if you didn't go to like a performing arts college like any kind of college or uni or where there's like groups and you know you've got teachers or tutors or anyone kind of saying like this is what you need to be to mm-hmm. be successful you need to do this yeah. and the other and you're in such like a vulnerable state and and, and age where you're like okay right mm-hmm. that, well, that what they're saying like must be true so like let me just try and bend over backwards and do all these things because to make those guys happy because apparently that's what I should be doing and it's not until I mean I was gonna say like I would have loved to have had the realization like in college to be like hey this isn't actually me I'm just doing this to please you yeah but then I'm also like wouldn't be where I am right now mm-hmm. with if I had done that I would yeah. be I, you don't know the tra- traje- trajectory yeah, of, of your life. life yeah and I think as well it's it's when you want something so much that people pleasing kind of kicks in because if you want to be like a successful actor or whatever mm-hmm. you will do whatever it takes yeah but I think the question like, is like should you abandon yourself yeah in pursuit of what you think it's going to take to get you somewhere because really what someone says okay this is the right path this is what you do to become successful or whatever that's their map of the world that's their version of the world like nobody takes the same path in life so yeah falling into that trap is fueled by you wanting something so much and that can be in a job in a relationship in like hobbies passions whatever it may be if that's something that's important to you then it's so easy to fall into people pleasing and i think that's also where like boundaries come in Mm. so because like let's talk for instance what you were just saying there about um if it's something that you really want. Yeah. So for instance, like let's say with acting and like a job you really want. And so then sometimes things can happen, especially in the performing industry. Maybe you take on low paid, underpaid, like bad conditions. And because you want the thing so much, so uh-huh. you, you might let these things slide you and be like, oh, because like, but it's, it's acting work or it's, like, it's a dance job, like whatever. It's like, I really want to do it. But then you have to be like, wait, there's what I want. And then I need to have my boundaries of like, okay, even though mm-hmm. this is something that I want, where are my boundaries here? Like, actually, do I really want to be doing unpaid work? Hmm. Yeah. Not really. Am I taking something low paid just to please someone else? Am I doing it because I want to do it? Like, yeah. questions that you need to ask yourself. Because sometimes, like, I'm not saying never take low paid or unpaid work. It really depends on the project. But when these things come in, it's like asking yourself, is this something I want to do? Mm-hmm. Is it aligned to me? Or am I doing it to please someone else? Yeah. And I think it's harder the closer the people are to you because say it's like a friends group or whatever and they want to, I don't know, go on like a wild holiday or whatever and that's like not your vibe. Like it's going to feel really hard mm-hmm. to say like, nah, that's not for me or whatever whatever it may be. Um, 
it, the harder, the closer you are to them, mm-hmm. the harder it is to say no to something and to stay true to who you are. Um, and this doesn't mean that like anytime you say yes to something, you're people pleasing. It just means like no. when you make a decision, are you making that decision based off who you are and your values, or are you making that decision so that someone else doesn't feel uncomfortable? And I think that's a lot of people pleasing is a lot to do with avoiding confrontation as well. Mm-hmm. But it's not always. I mean, you can't predict confrontation as well. Like you have no control over someone else's reactions like that's mm-hmm. on them how some how they are and i also think like i i definitely myself in my own head a few years back would think you know if i did put up a boundary and did say like no to something i didn't want to do i was scared of like the backlash of that person yeah. when really a lot of the time the person that you're maybe going to say no to or whatever the situation is is never a bigger deal no like than what it is like there have been times i've been like you know what like actually like I don't want to do that I don't or whatever for the situation is and the person will be like okay cool no worries like that's fine and it's like it was never a big deal and you build up the stories in your head so much Mm. like that brain in (laughs) it's got a lot going on in there and it's like you can't say that because they're gonna think that you're like the worst person in the world and this is gonna be awful and it's gonna be off just horrendous and really it's never that big of a deal no never and I think that is like we said earlier that is where you start finding your people, your things that you love, when you stay true to who you are. And then people respect that as well. Like mm-hmm. I would much rather meet someone who is so true to who they are and maybe does stuff that pisses me off sometimes mm-hmm. or whatever, than meet someone who is so fake and superficial and just, mm-hmm. you know, wants to please you and go along with whatever you want to do all the time. Like, no, no, no. we're here for truth. I also 100% think that uh, learning to not people please is like a, ha- uh, a habit that you need to uh, build on, like work on, like yeah, a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if, you're, if you've been a people pleaser like all your life and suddenly you're like, okay, I'm just like, I want to stop people pleasing. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be really difficult. And so it's taking like little small baby steps with really, really minute things. Like yeah. maybe your friends ask you to hang out and you're really not feeling it like you're really really not feeling it and normally you'd be like oh yeah like how come and actually in that moment it's not what you need right now what you need to do is like stay in your bed and chill and watch netflix taking that little step to be like you know what today i'm not feeling it do you mind if i don't come i'm gonna chill like that's a tiny baby step that you can take and because it's with your friends they're not gonna be like oh my god yeah i'm raging at you they'll be like that's fine you Mm -hmm. do you and it's just building the habit of creating those boundaries for yourself yeah and i think in the moment when you are people pleasing you don't recognize that because if you recognize that (laughs) you change it so maybe it's about you know trusting your gut and you know when you have like an intuitive hit or you just get a feeling like you have to do something or you you want to do something or not do something it's about just taking a moment and thinking okay what do I actually want? Like, what is my body telling me? Mm-hmm. And then seeing if you can go with that. And maybe maybe you can't go all the way with that at first, and that's okay. But as you said, it's like building up the muscle. And maybe, like, once a week or something, you do something that you really want to do, but you know might not uh, sit right with other people or whatever that may be. And just see how it goes for mm-hmm. you. You know, build up that evidence for yourself and show yourself that you can stay true to yourself and still have loads of amazing people around you Mm -hmm. probably more amazing people around you and 
attract like the right situations and experiences into your life and go after what you want because it's going to be hard to truly go after what you want if you are putting everyone else's needs and opinions and values ahead of your own and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person it doesn't mean that you're selfish but how can you show up for other people if you're not showing up yeah for yourself Mm -hmm. as true as you can be so that's important so that is our little insight on people pleasing a little bit about how to go about releasing that Mm -hmm. habit um listening to your gut why we people please and you know we're always doing it because it's benefiting us in some way or we feel like it's benefiting us in some way but in the end of the day it's really about tapping into what you need and proving to yourself that you can follow that and good things can still happen probably better things can happen for you absolutely so we're going to move on to our deep question of the week we have our question in from our friend Blair Gibson yes and the question is how do you please your boss when you completely disagree with them? I've seen this question written down and I still am like, what's my answer? <laughs> um, how do you please your boss when you completely disagree with them? I think this is a hard one because in a work environment, there's certain things that you have to do to get paid. So <laughs> like that is the basis of having a job. But I think it's about understanding if something conflicts with your values I think you have to have a conversation Mm -hmm. and I think if you completely disagree with them and it is going against like your morals then you you have to have that conversation Mm -hmm. and you have to come to some sort of agreement of how you can move forward I think it's very dependent on the situation like how do you please your boss when you completely disagree with them like yeah it needs to be very specific situation I think I think so to get too. a specific answer for this one because it depends like you say if it's to do with like the job at hand mm-hmm. like what it is if it's something that you need to do then maybe it's best to just I I was going to say maybe it's best to just kind of do what they say because which is kind of sounds like I'm people pleasing but you never know where your boss mm-hmm. probably has a boss yeah and your boss has been told that that needs to happen from someone else and so if it's something that's just kind of like to you like I don't think that's the best way it would run or that's not the best way that's kind of like you have to let your ego slide there a second because in this situation you do have a boss and they have a boss and so you have to let your ego go to the side and be like okay if they just need Mm -hmm. me to do this thing I'm going to put that aside and I'm going to do it because then it will just get the job done. But if, if it's something like you said, that's like clashing with your values as like a human being, then I think confrontation is needed. And I think confrontation can be healthy. I think mm-hmm. a lot of time it can be sc- scary and people don't like it. But if it's done in like a calm manner and like you're open and receptive to like listening to both of, of both people, then it can actually be a really healthy conversation and actually can have like a really great outcome. So I think depending on the situation of what this is, it would be either put your ego aside mm-hmm. and do what needs to be done or have the conversation and open it up. Yeah, and staying open-minded as well. Like mm-hmm. nothing is nothing is fixed and nothing has to be forever. And I know that can be scary when it's in terms of a job and that's supporting you financially for your life. Um, but nothing is forever and change can change is literally 
always happening. So the only constant is change. Exactly. Deep. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's about if it is that situation of your boss is saying, I think this is the best way to move forward. Maybe being open minded and trying it, and then who knows? Just yeah, might who been, knows? It might, might be, be great. Yeah, it might take you down a path that really works for you, or leads you into something else. Or you might learn something. Yeah, or it could help you come to a decision, whatever that may be. But I think it's about reflection. So, and also thinking about okay, if I have to do this, how can I do this in a way that is most true to me and my values and what's important to me in life. Mm-hmm. And if there is literally not a way you can do that, then I think you have to have that conversation with your boss yeah. because there's something not lining up here. Mm-hmm. And maybe that would come to some sort of realisation. Maybe you need to move in a different direction. Yeah. If you are like completely against what your yeah. boss is doing. Because as well, if you did have that conversation and then the conversation kind of ended maybe not the way that you want it to go from for one way or another maybe that is a sign like you say that maybe that job isn't for you mm-hmm. maybe that work environment isn't for you and maybe you need to take a step in another direction and that will even though that can be scary because like we we're saying you know it's a job it's how you make money everything else but what if actually like sticking up for what you think is mm-hmm. right or your values and then maybe not having a job for a hot second leads you to exactly where you need to be with something yeah. way more aligned. I think situations like that can be really illuminating for you and sometimes you need a situation like that so that you can reflect and think, okay, where am I going with my life? Like, mm-hmm. what direction am I headed in? Is this the direction I want to be headed in? And this is not to say, like, if you disagree with your boss, <laughs> leave your job today and no. let the universe <laughs> help you through. It's about it's about having that awareness and reflection and thinking okay how can I move forward in a way that is best for me and if I move forward in the way that's best for me it's going to be in a better place for everyone Mm -hmm. else yeah yeah because also if you're not aligned with that job you're not aligned with that job you're not doing them any favors exactly yeah I think awareness and reflection are two of the best things that you can do Mm -hmm. in your entire life is to just have awareness of how you are with other people Mm -hmm. and what triggers you and what doesn't and everything else and reflection on that that is like bread and butter yeah. of like healing your soul and taking responsibility for your actions even when you think okay I acted really badly there or whatever mm-hmm. taking it's responsibility mm-hmm. learning from it and yeah you need reflection for that hashtag growth oh, gross gross <laughs> mindset uh, this has been deep okay. I, I know we kind of like went off in a little yeah, I know. What's this? Blair who asked this question is probably just like talking about their favourite TV show or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I answered the question for you, hon. Um, cool. Well, that's that's the end of episode three. Crazy. And as always, if you love the podcast as much as we love speaking, <laughs> <laughs> um, please leave us a wee five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us it does. get the podcast out to more people. Um yeah and if you would like to ask your deep question you can either leave it in your review in the little comment section which we will see with your gorgeous five stars or you can follow us on tiktok at gorgeous gorgeous girls pod and you can comment on one of our videos there and asking your question and we'll be sure to answer it yeah and we will see you or speak to you in next week on episode four Ooh, bye